0: To Do the Right Film. My name is Thomas.
1: <coughs> My name is Steve. And I'm Harvey Gladden.
0: And welcome back, everyone, for another episode. Uh, sean is also absent again today. Uh, <laughs> you can, you can go ahead and write, write uh, Sean at DoTheRightFilm.com with your concerns. Now, this week, we're going to be talking about the sci fi thriller Captive State. Uh, director uh, Rupert Wyatt, you might know him from a little movie called. Rise of the Planet of the Apes, which I believe everyone here likes. Um, It was good. Yeah, this is starring uh, John Goodman, Ashton Sanders, uh, Vera Farmiga, and a bunch more. Um, Speaking of John Goodman, he's back. He he does not make an appearance that often these days. So I think we're going to take this opportunity to talk about our favorite John Goodman films. Or roles, I should say. He could still be in a bad movie and have a, a great role, maybe. Uh yeah, so give him some love. You know he's he's not very healthy. He's overweight. Maybe we should do this now. <laughs>
2: just no, like just whoa, what <laughs> the <laughs> fuck? Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I, just, you don't know that he's unhealthy.
1: Yeah,
0: you don't know that. Yeah, he be. looks like he's slimmed down a lot. He looks great. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm just trying to be ridiculous. Anyways, that's about it. What we got on the show uh, today? I I saw a lot of movies. So what about you guys? I didn't see anything. I saw an obscene amount of movies. Not really, but like what's obscene amount? I'm thinking like, like four. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking like <laughs> ten. Like four is Uh-oh. is a lot for me. Uh but yeah, I'm excited to talk about them. Uh before we get into it, uh Steve, how was your week? It's pretty low key, you know. Keeping it
2: keeping it casual lately, none too crazy. Not trying to live that party lifestyle like I used to back in the day. That's a damn
0: shame, man. I liked you better when you were party Steve.
2: Yeah. I mean that's what the kids used to call just me. And uh just now kiddin'. now uh now I'm old man Steve. Party boy Steve. Uh yeah, other than that, nothing too crazy. Just uh working. Right. Cool, cool. Living. Alright. It's the same equivalent of it as like live, love, pray. Is that the quote that all those uh, signs have? Or is yeah, it live, yeah. laugh love love? Something like that. Yeah. That's saw, my that's my I
0: saw my motto. I saw a meme, it was like the anime butterfly meme. Oh yeah, I it saw was that white sir. women. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> is this interior design? <laughs> <laughs> <And> it was like <laughs> live, laugh, love. That shit got me. I was like, let's leave good. those
2: poor white women alone. Hey, I've uh, you know,
0: I can't help it. What about you, Harvey? How was your week?
1: Um, it was very busy. I, work, I worked a lot, um, worked some late nights. I've been trying to get this uh demo, this demo done. And um, are I'm, we gonna get copies? Uh, we'll see on Steam. We'll see. Can we download it? We'll see. <laughs> um, I mean, if, always it's says pub- that. <laughs> if
0: it's public, I mean, shouldn't we be able to download? It? I mean, if he gives us the information, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I know what company you work for, so
1: yeah. Um, got him. So I've been animating a lot this week, like the most I've ever animated.
0: Wow, I didn't know you In did anime. Yeah. Um, have you always done that, or is well, that like something you do like every now and then? No, always. That's just kind of part of your primary. You didn't job. see
2: Harvey's first ever animation thing he did? It's really good. No, what are
1: you talking
0: about? Yeah, I've seen it. It's really good. What is,
2: what is what is? I don't know. It was first like it looked like it was from like some like you showed me. It's good.
1: I have no idea what you're talking about, but yeah. Oh, I may have showed you something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, <laughs> I'm not fucking I crazy, I thought man. This is a bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was being yeah. so genuine. I, it I hated a bit too. it. I thought he was trying to
2: make a joke. <laughs> like no, <laughs> um, it's all fucking
0: dick jokes and fucking. You know, I'm fucking. I <laughs> can I've, be I'll, sincere. I can be sincere. All right. We're, we're not used to that here on this show. Um, it's very hard for us to accept that.
1: Yeah, but that that's a just a lot of work. Um, All
0: right, cool.
1: I think yeah. I, I saw a medium amount of movie movies.
0: I thought you said
2: you saw a medium, and I'm thinking like like for spirits. Uh, no. that, would <laughs> been a much, that would
1: have been a much different week. I thought you
0: saw a meteor. Oh. No. All right, cool. My week was was pretty good as well. I uh, did some working. Um, worked on a, a shoot. Uh, I don't. I didn't sign an NDA or anything. Actually, you know what I did? Whatever. Well, fuck it, man. Whatever. This is, this is on the news, but um, Apple's going to announce a streaming service. Dude, you're fucked. I can't believe you fucking said that. No, I've already Googled it. It's very it's very well known that they're probably going to do it. Um, probably. <laughs> well, I just confirmed it. <laughs> I mean,
1: you didn't confirm it. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, I worked on a TV show uh, premiering on for Apple. Um you heard it me. here first man we're breaking the news and I met, I met a famous person who i uh did not enjoy the task that they had the production team uh, perform call him out what's the name so everyone could do I shit on I, him? I don't know if i should do that well, you probably shouldn't You do should, already question, fucked yeah. up you like <laughs> eh, that wasn't <laughs> No the apple up. streaming thing That's, i think it's a given it's been leaked i think already man i can't wait to give apple more of my money i'm so excited now We'll see how it goes if they have something to offer, Um, but if it's anything like Apple Music versus Spotify, then I'm not doing it. But anyways, I digress. That's pretty much it. I didn't do much else um, during the week.
1: Yeah, one more addition to my week. You just reminded me that I got an email uh, from Spotify telling me, or Hulu, telling me that my subscription plan would be cheaper now. Yeah, so I'm uh, thrilled about that. <laughs> I was very excited. I got that same what? email Spotify for no, for no
0: like promotion. They're just like, "Hey, we're going to charge yeah. you." Guys. Yeah, they yeah, charge yeah, less money for now. Why did
1: I not get? Oh, you have to have the Hulu deal. Yeah, yeah, I don't have. It's that. like three dollars less now. It's, it's like
0: basically a
2: subscription to Spotify. Spotify By, by and Hulu. itself. So yeah, it's, it's just, great.
1: it's Hulu and Spotify.
2: Yeah. that's the best deal in town, folks. Hulu, has uh, it got
0: some movies, including one that I watch. Uh, today, or yesterday, which I'll talk about. I feel like I watched something on Hulu, like I watched a movie and I don't
2: remember what.
0: I saw Free Solos on Hulu now, which is... uh, That's kind of wild. Yeah. That's the best picture right there. Yeah, yeah. Best doc. Alright, cool. You guys want to talk about cinema, movies, films? I don't want to talk about other things, but we can do that. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. Just, you know. Who lost the game?
1: It was Harvey. I lost the game.
0: Ooh, that's a damn shame. All right, well, let's burn it right here.
1: you watch? First time I haven't lost very often lately. Um must be. It's like nice. the tables have turned. The turntables have uh it's called a black coat's daughter. Um is st- it period direct, piece. It's not a period piece. Um or maybe it is. But uh it's not very old at least. I think yeah. it I think it takes place like maybe like uh nineteen nineties or <coughs> early two thousands. Yeah. Or something like that. Um, it's directed by Oz Perkins um, who I discovered is um, the son of uh, Anthony Perkins Uh, really yeah from uh, Psycho Um, but yeah I guess I'll read the synopsis it's kind of long actually in the dead of winter Kate and Rose two very different girls find themselves spending winter break at their prestigious prep school what they don't know is that Kate is being stalked by an evil entity And their lives are about to change forever. Meanwhile, Joan, a young, troubled woman, makes her way across a frozen landscape towards the school. But why? Um, this movie stars Emma Roberts, Kieran and Shipka, Lucy Boynton, James Remar is in it, uh, which I did not expect. Uh, That's about it. A bunch of other nice folks. Um. The movie opens at this prep this uh prep school. It's called uh I believe it's called Bramford. Um and it's located in the town of Bramford. And it's a prestigious prep school for for smart young women. Uh one of which is uh Cat, played by Kieran and Chipka. Um they're about to go on a break. I'm not sure exactly what break it is. It may be like a Thanksgiving break or
2: I think it's Christmas.
1: Or it could be Christmas break, because um, it is snowing outside. There's like snow everywhere, like this movie. Uh takes place in like the thick of winter, I suppose. Um, they're about to go on a break, and Kat can't get a hold of her parents. Um, she actually has a dream. I don't believe this is a spoiler at all, but she has a dream. That's probably the first shot in the movie, or she's uh, talking to her dad, and her dad isn't really saying anything. He's just leading her to someplace outside and they discover that it's a car wreck and like uh her mom's like uh mutilated body is inside and it sort of uh foreshadows obviously an accident happening that prevents uh cat's parents from coming to pick her up for the break and everything. Um and so she has like a performance uh at the assembly that they're having for the parents. Um she like sings this song and, um, I wasn't expecting to see this level of acting, I suppose, from, uh, this person. I saw her in, uh, like Mad Men. I, I liked her. She was like a, oh, uh, like a sure. shitty little she, yeah. kid, but she was also kind of a cool, one of the cooler characters, I think. Yeah, she, but yeah, she, her level of, uh, I suppose, emoting <laughs> in this was, was impressive. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, cat and another girl played by um lucy boynton um his name is rose they both get stuck at the, the school for different reasons rose's parents didn't come because she told them not to come because she's having this uh sort of relationship with this guy and um she may be pregnant and she wants hey, to yeah
2: no that was, what I was yeah i think it was like the the pregnancy yeah
1: yeah and um she just wants the chance to talk to this guy and she doesn't want her parents to come so Kat and Rose are both stuck at the school with these two nuns who may or may not uh worship the devil. Uh there's like this uh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think there's a point where you're like, yeah <laughs> There's like a... well there's like a uh there's a rumor at the school, like this this long standing rumor that those two I believe they're sisters, if I'm not mistaken, these two women they um may worship the devil. And it's from this long, uh, long ago story, like that someone told to someone and whatnot. But, um, there's an evil entity that seems to be stalking Kat and, uh, she's acting very, very weird. Out of character. Out of character. Um, obviously it's sort of a, um, a, um, possession sort of situation. Um, I liked a lot of things about this movie. Um,
2: you remember the phone call scenes?
1: Yeah, the phone call scenes were great, and they were very creepy. I think that... I suppose the first thing I like about this movie is the way it's shot. Um, it reminds me of, like, a, uh 80s like technic- Technicolor uh, horror film, um, which uh, I think I've talked about Love Witch on the podcast before. Yeah. Um, Love Witch much more deliberately has that sort of style. But I think this one definitely takes like influences from those movies. And they're really cool to see. Um, there's like one opening scene where it's tracking her walking through like the, through the school and it's like a long shot and it's like going through trees and stuff. And it's just a really cool fucking shot. Um, the rest of the time, the movie is like focused really closely on the, on the characters. All the shots are really tight and close. Also similar to the old Technicolor films and i think it focuses on the emotion of those chari- characters a lot and it uses that to sort of uh build tension um cat is is becoming possessed by this demon and she's acting really strange and a lot of that a lot of that horror comes from the way she's acting and in her facial expressions and like her eyes her eyes were just really fucking creepy and they were like just darting back and forward um but yeah I think that she did a great job and just overall the cast was really well acted um but I love how it focuses on emotion instead of jump scares and and anything else to create that tension and horror because it's like a very slow build and that's the also the, another thing I really like about it it's paced very fucking well and it's like a uh, very long and drawn out but you never lose boredom, oh, or, I'm or, or, sorry, losing, um, interest in it, uh, it doesn't feel bored, boring at any point, um, it, it reminds me of, uh, also of, um, fuck, Hereditary, um, one of the things I really liked about Hereditary was how they use their characters and, um, and, and their traits and, and expressions to build tension and build, build a just a horror um, and y- you sort of anticipate the payoff coming and, and and it and it just does a really good good job of pacing that um, I think that I would like this movie more if it weren't uh, supernatural um, yeah like if cause I think those are the elements that, that that it sort of fails for me like acting as a as a horror movie that that sounds contradictory because I do believe it does a good job of uh, building tension and, and fear. Um, but like the possession and like the possession and the and the demon itself, I don't think those things are done, done in I, a way that uh, I.
2: Uh, from what I remember, uh, it's 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 not like it's nothing. It's not really highlighted. Like it's just through her actions is that's when you really see the possession. Right. It's nothing like that's like
1: like I honestly And the and the worshiping and stuff like that. The worshipping was great, dude. I really liked those really? scenes.
2: I liked it. I thought it was I thought it really I thought it was worked. a good
1: image, especially the I thought it was a good image, especially them like praying to like this furnace. The furnace thing it's, dude, like was, a, it's, was it's weird. kinda cool, but I don't know, I think uh I think that a lot of that stuff around me I round it I didn't like and I think that if it had completely taking that out and just had it what if this was a situation where these two girls were stuck at school and one of them just started Stop. going crazy yeah um <clears throat> i think that could have focused on the characters much more yeah. instead of like the, the possession side of it and the, the supernatural side of it but i, I mean, have, a, I have un-
2: a quick question and I don't, I don't i don't i don't think this is we're not gonna get into spoilers but i would say how did you feel about the ending i I
1: like the i actually like the ending a lot um i was yeah i was worried about where it was going i I could see where it was going because there's sort of a twist and um yeah i think uh i think the last shot is like the shot of emma roberts right and yeah yeah, that's a yeah that was actually very good because it it's sort of ambiguous too It's very ambiguous. I don't want to give anything away, but it doesn't lay everything out for you. And um, it's not like just a fucking, another cookie cutter, shitty horror film. I appreciated that about it. I think that ending is very, like sort of ambiguous in it. And if it, if it really ends the way that I think it ends and it means what it means, then that's a very cool ending. (laughs) But that's, I feel like I'm bragging or some shit. I I think I would give this a three, three and a half out of five.
2: Yeah. It was it's a it was a random watch that I just put on and I was just like, This looks interesting and I I he enjoyed it a it. lot.
1: Yeah, I think I'd give it a three and a half out of five. It's a solid horror film. It man. builds it's, tension it, really yeah, well. That's one of the things I like a lot about it. and I think it's very well acted. Um it's a solid solid little horror.
2: I think um, you should watch it, Thomas.
1: I think uh I think sounds uh, hard. I think a lot of people <laughs> get uh some enjoyment out of this too, even people that just like the the modern shitty jump scare horror films. I, I think that it builds tension in such a way that it makes it very interesting to watch.
2: So I watched this movie with someone who loves like modern horror movies, like prefers those, and she wasn't into it. But then I put on The Thing. The Thing, I feel like it's really hard for anyone to hate The Thing. It's like almost impossible. But uh, yeah, I was like, wasn't a big fan, which was kind of a bummer because I was like, oh, this is, oh, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> I think you like it, Tom. I think this. I think this is like right in your wheelhouse. Mm. All right, man. Keep denying it.
1: Yeah, uh, mm. that's it for me.
0: Um, Word. That's your medium amount of movies.
1: Yeah, I mean, you watched no. four. I watched two, so it's like oh, got you. What you watched?
0: Yeah. Uh, I thought. I thought. Medium was four. No. All right, cool. What about you, Steve?
2: Anything? I watched some stuff, but I don't want to talk about it. Jesus.
0: The fuck? What are you watching? Just I had
2: a I had a I had a rewatch marathon with a friend of mine. So it was just like it's just all right, I started watching this one movie, right? It was a new watch. Oh, but I I watched the first ten minutes, but the problem was that the quality on Amazon Prime was so bad Sometimes it is that yeah. you can't fucking watch it. Like I wanna talk about it was an Uma Thurman film. I forgot what it's called. I think it thinks like something about some, don't call me daddy or some shit like that. It's about like a night walk. A girl. Black who, snake moan. Was she in that? No, that's that's not her at all. Who's that Christina girl? Christina Ricci. Yeah, same thing. I'll look it up later, but it's like we. I started watching it because I read it. and I was like, dude, this sounds super intriguing. It's about, it's about this woman who like stalks like men at night and basically drugs them and robs them, and then she kind of gets up in this cat and mouse. And I'm like, dude, I really want to watch it. We started watching it and this shit's unwatchable on Amazon. It was like fucking all black the screen and then I'm like, yeah, fuck it, just put something else on. And then I just rewatched like an old classic. It's not even a classic, it doesn't hold up. But yeah. That was my that's my journey. Okay. Yeah. I think I watched something on Hulu, I just don't remember.
0: <laughs> so it Al- couldn't have been that good if Al- I can't Al-timers. remember. All right. Alright, I watched uh, three movies other than uh what did we watch? Captive State. Um, as it works out then yeah so just real quick I'll burn through them just to you know fill the the space here Uh, so I watched a Netflix movie that just came out a lot of people are nah, I wouldn't say a lot of people are talking about it but it's one of those movies where your dad texts you and says hey did you see this movie because that's what happened Um, it's called Triple Frontier its uh, synopsis goes, five former special forces
2: operatives reunite to
0: plan a heist in a sparsely populated multi-border zone in South America. For the first time in their prestigious careers, these unsung heroes <laughs> undertake this dangerous mission for self instead of country. This is, a, this is a movie all for you all the way, man. But, my dad, my dad when, wouldn't text me about this. But yeah. when <laughs> events take an unexpected turn, threaten to spiral out of control, their skills, their loyalties, and their morals are pushed to a breaking America's point. America's on the line. In an epic battle of survival. Actually, no, it's not about America. It's really about, it's about them. It's a heist movie. They're trying to steal shit. They just happen to be former special forces. Is this operators. based on true events? Can't be. Can't be. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, this is starring, uh, get a load of this, uh, Ben Affleck, <laughs> Charlie Hunnam. Charlie the Hunk Hunnam. Oscar Isaac. Oh, I like him too. Yeah, Garrett Hedlund and Pedro Pascal. Oh. I like him. Um, and it's directed by J.C. Chandor, which is, uh, you know him from uh, A Most Violent Year. He did All's Lost, which is fucking great. I love that movie. And I really like A Most Violent Year as well. But, uh, yeah. So, the movie starts out with Oscar Isaac's character. The Oscar Isaac's character is, is actually, like... He's the kind of alpha in this situation. He's, like, the leader. He's the one who came up with the idea to do this. Uh, starts off with some, some operation with a, a very powerful drug lord. Um, and he kind of... I honestly so here's where the problem lies in this movie. The first half is actually very forgettable. I think I've already forgotten how he came to do all of this, and uh, yeah. So just fast forward all that. You can watch it and, and fill in the blanks. But he he flies back home to America, and he goes on a a roundup of all of his ex buddies who he thinks would be great to pull the just, job off. Just like question, what's that? Do that.
2: So, is there like they cut to scene scenes like, all right, we need a specialist. I got the guy. There there's like, one, and of they're those. like, he's like, they just show up at a bar, and he's just like in a typical bar fight. Honestly, I like, That's there might guy. have
0: been one. It's similar to that. I don't think it's as hokey, but like,
2: I just picture they that. show up. One of the
0: guys is an MMA fighter. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> but he shows up at the MMA fight, and they all decide to do it like while they're watching their buddy fight. That's really weird. Um, <laughs> however. Well, let me cover some more stuff here real quick. Uh, so, yeah, they, they all agreed to do it, and they head to uh, South America to try to plan their attack on this facility, which is basically this giant mansion where this drug lord stays. Uh, yeah. So the first half, somewhat hard to follow. Uh, first half had me feeling like, you know what? I'm giving this movie a low rating on the podcast and i was just like yeah this is kind of like eh, like where where are they going with this like what what what's going to save this movie but movie gets saved for me the halfway mark things start to pick up and yeah the second half is very interesting and very unique in the sense that there's kind of like these situations where they get away with what they're trying to steal and they're, they're trying to like accomplish the final part of the goal, which I won't spoil, but essentially a lot of things happen in the movie that are kind of not like not unrealistic. They were, they were kind of realistic in the sense that like sometimes heist movies are just so over the top and ridiculous. Like, Oh my God, this happens and that spirals into this, but this is like more of a, seems like a decently realistic, Uh, situation and it kind of feels like a very long final mission in Grand Theft Auto and the action works for me and and there's helicopter scenes and I, I just think it works a lot and I don't know a lot of people are saying they don't really like this movie but this speaks to you? No just the second half was like it was worth it I think it was worth the watch um, ending is whatever, it's like the last two minutes of the movie, kind of hokey, but uh, I should also mention there's a lot of man hugs in the beginning, just like,
2: like, they do one of
0: these, like ah, they're they just like, well, no, like, I uh, haven't seen you in a long time, bring it in, you know, shit like that. It's very, it's it very, seems like a very macho movie. Yeah, if I had very low testosterone levels, I may have not liked this movie at all. But since your testosterone levels are so high... No, they're average, but like... Uh, you know, like, you, Michael Jackson
2: probably wouldn't like this movie. Oh. Is, is he known for having low testosterone?
0: Yeah, I believe they were, like, uh, drugging him, weren't they? Oh. I didn't shit kno- like I didn't know anything about that. I don't that. know what you're talking not, about. Right? <laughs> Taps. She, she, yeah, she can confirm. They were lowering his test out. Why do you think he he talked like that, bro? I don't, I don't fucking know. Anyways, <laughs> I like this movie. I say give it a shot if you want some. Just give it a chance. Like, like sit through the first act and, and just give it a chance. But I don't know, man. I'm looking at a very light, like the lightest three and a half. I'm talking like three point four seven nine. <laughs> this guy fucking loved it, <laughs> dude. It's fun, man. It's fun. Second half, man. A lot of fun. All right. You guys familiar with the movie called Shoplifters? No. No, I haven't heard of it. All right. Harvey saw it, so it's weird that he would lie in this moment. Uh, this is on Hulu now, if you guys are interested. I'm not going to talk too much about it because Harvey went into great detail on it. Um, yeah, essentially, Shoplifters is uh, it's director uh, Hirokazu Korida. And he did a movie I call, I saw a long time ago called Nobody Knows. And that destroyed my... I still think about that movie. And that was like 10 years ago when I saw it. Pretty rough. Anyways, uh, a family of small-time crooks taking a child they find outside in the cold. Uh, very interesting concept. I don't believe it's based on a true story doesn't seem like it is it could be though Japan's a weird place they have a lot of weird crimes going on there um yeah overall the movie's uh very <laughs> heartwarming and uh I was like confused by some of the marketing in the trailer like it's such a delicate approach that you know it it slowly like rolls over you uh, and I think that's accurate I think it it does take it takes the higher road of like being more delicate towards like these human interactions and it doesn't get all preachy and over the top emotional. it takes its time with the, with the story as most Japanese films seem to do. And yeah, I really like this movie. I didn't like cry a lot or anything, um, but it's just like an overall emptiness that you feel that I enjoy. I don't know why I enjoy that empty feeling, but, it was it was charming. I, I think this is uh yeah. I probably wouldn't put it over Roma for best picture. Uh but I am curious to see the other one that Harvey talked about uh last week, which was Capernaum. So I will check that one out next. Uh I would give uh shoplifters a heavy four and a half or enough, maybe just four. Four out of five. Alright, so one more movie I saw. I'm trying to be quick here. It's called another Asian film called Burning. You guys heard of this one? I feel like every time you mention a movie, you're
2: trying to get us hyped for it. Like, have you guys heard of this joint? Or, like,
0: eh. Uh. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm actually curious. Oh, have you no, guys I've heard, never, of I've never heard of this? I saw it on some top 10 lists, funny enough. Um, Was it on Obama's top 10? <laughs> it might have been. He had some obscure shit on there.
1: Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, I know this.
0: Yeah, Stephen Yeun's in it. Didn't Sean talk about this? No, I don't think so. I think what? he did.
1: Damn.
0: <laughs> Sean talked about this? Tappy, the
2: producer right now, is uh, telling us that uh, she can't confirm that he did talk about it.
1: Stephen Yeun's in this, right? Damn, dude. I don't think that's oh, true. Point. I'm pretty sure he did. But All right. I'm looking can... it up. I'm looking it up. Yeah, Hold look
0: on. it up for me. It doesn't sound... Because I want to recognize it.
1: What? <laughs> Got him.
0: Was I not on that episode and I just didn't listen? I don't think he listened to us.
1: Yeah. That's fucked could up. in the case.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> Alright, well I saw Burning. It's uh directed by Cheng Dong Li, starring uh Fuck. Here we go again. I and You, Steve and You, and I could do that one. Uh Jong Jun. That's pretty much it. C- confirmed was, he did watch it two weeks
1: ago. Yeah.
0: Damn. Well, I guess I didn't Trump. listen. Was I not here that week? No, you were. I remember. Which episode was that? I don't remember the episode. I just remember you were here, though. No, but what was it? What was the episode number? Like, what was the main review?
2: I don't know. You just looked it up, I thought. I'm looking it up on Letterboxd. Listen, regardless, you're wrong. <laughs> but did he talk about it on the show? I'm pretty sure he talked about it. I
0: don't remember that. Tabby can confirm for us. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus Christ, whatever. This is all absolutely meaningless. <laughs> All right, so the, the synopsis is Jong-Soo bumps into a girl who used to live in the same neighborhood as him, who asked him to look after her cat for a while on a trip to Africa. When back, she introduces Ben, a mysterious guy she met there, who confesses his secret hobby. I believe his hobby's in the trailer, so I'll say it. Oh, what's his hobby? His hobby is burning down greenhouses.
2: Oh, yeah, that's what gets him Now, on. this is
0: based on a a story by i think faulkner and i guess this movie pulls a lot from there and and yeah if this movie has so much to unpack that i wasn't even smart enough to understand it it's one of those movies i did some research afterwards um but as a just going in as a dumb person just analyzing it for not for its undertones and, and metaphors but like just it's overall story and everything. Uh, it's very fascinating. You you meet these, this very interesting character in the beginning he's very like antisocial in a way he has a, a weird aura about him. He's just very nervous and, and shy and, and whatnot um, he meets a girl that he used to know, randomly bumps into her in Seoul who lived in his small hometown outside of Seoul and uh, she's, do you remember me? Yada yada yada, and she's like, we oh, watch my cat, and he's just kind of like, okay, oh, fuck, all right. Uh, he kind of has a thing for her and with her. Um, she goes away. He's he does this thing where he masturbates in her apartment while she's in Africa. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> and um, God, there's a lot to unpack here, but. You don't ever see the cat. I think that's revealed why later in the movie, which is a spoiler. Uh, It doesn't make sense if I explain it to you now without spoiling it. Um, Steven Yoon comes, and you get these awkward, like, third wheel. Like, you're just... You feel like a fucking third wheel watching this. Because he's clearly into this girl. And she brings home some fucking... uh, well not brings him home, but like comes back from her trip to Africa with this guy who's rich. Some guy over he's here. He's rich and he's like he's handsome. very interesting and talkative, handsome. Oh man, that's a triple and, threat. And uh it's Stephen Yeun's character. And essentially all his alone time that he fantasized about having with her when she came back from the trip was shattered. Everywhere she goes she's with him. But she's not like blowing him off. She keeps inviting him. She's like, come with us, come with us, let's go do this together. So he's being forced into this third wheel situation and it's very uncomfortable throughout the movie. Um, Some things happen between all three of them and weird stuff ensues. And yeah, I can't stop thinking about this movie. It's, it's very strange. Uh, I read some theories on it, essentially. So... There's, don't, there's, don't spoil it's not, it's not a spoiler, but it's basically William Faulkner's barn burning short stories that this is a, uh, really based on, and, really, it's kind of this, weird, like uh, commentary on, like wealth inequality in Korea. Which you know most people don't really talk about, especially in bigger movies that people in the United States are going to see. Um, Just wait, hold up. Not to correct you, but I'm reading something else online real quick. This way, I'm
2: going to the deep web real quick. What do you mean? I heard this is based off a Murakami book.
0: It's based off of both, but it's also William Faulkner. This guy's a pretty funny dude. I'm interested now. Um, Wait, who's a funny dude? Murakami.
2: Oh, I heard that was the guy I, uh, I heard talk a while back ago during the uh, New Yorker. Really? Yeah, he's a really, really funny guy.
0: He apparently has some sort of alignment with William Faulkner stories. I don't Interesting. know. Interesting.
1: He has been criticized by Japanese critics for being too Western.
0: Oh, has he? Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I feel like he gets a lot of, I feel like,
2: not a lot of criticism, but I do, I, I'm i not surprised.
0: So essentially, this movie, so Steven Yoon's character often will represent the destructive westernized capitalism in Korea, and uh, he's the emasculated poor man, just the poor lower class, uh, farmers and whatnot. Uh, God, there's so much to this movie to unpack, and I still don't know my thoughts on it. And it's been like almost a week. Yeah. Where did you see this? I wanted to watch it's, it. Uh, I think I rented it on, right? Yep. Yeah. four ninety nine on Amazon. By the way you're describing it,
2: it sounds... it Now it makes sense, the fact that this is based on something Murakami wrote. Because like, everything you're saying just sounded odd, but now that I'm hearing it, it completely makes sense now. Because the way he writes, he, how the way he writes his male characters, the way he writes the world that, in which they live, it, it's, it's almost like a little bit fantastic. Like it's almost like it doesn't it doesn't seem like it should it should be in this world. Yeah. Like the like situations they find themselves well, it's in. It's weird, but
0: yeah. It is kinda like that. Um but it's very grounded in, in the the real world. I'm excited. Uh, you you caught my interest now. No, I think you'd like this one. It's not horror. I don't it's I don't not know. yeah, it's not um uh, it's not gonna be like a horror movie. Like well, I think a lot of people associate Korean movies with like the uh the revenge you know shit like old boy uh what's what's that thing i saw the devil re- lady vengeance or whatever stuff like that this is a very different movie it's a very slow character driven movie and yeah oh, we're looking at uh, almost uh, we're looking at 2 hours and 30 minutes yeah long one it's long it's fucking long but it's it never ceases to intrigue you it doesn't it's not quite like um, like uh, shoplifters where shoplifters takes its time and really just let you be with the characters and, and give you enough time to process their their uh, traits this is just pure just like slow creeping uh, story and yeah I really 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 like this movie um, still don't know how I feel about the ending or, or just the overall message of the movie. Well, I just rented it, so... But but it's got me feeling all kinds of weird ways when I went to bed that, that night, just thinking about it. Uh, yeah, I'm giving this a four and a half out of five. Interesting. Um, it's, a, it's a good one. It's weird. It, it's one of those movies I'd recommend to, like, someone who doesn't watch movies, and I'm like, check out this, if they want to, like, dive into Korean films or, or just foreign films in general, I'd be like... It's not hard to watch because it's not old or black and white or anything. It's
1: very modern. But Jesus, is it weird? Yeah. I was uh, I was excited or interested uh, when Sh- after Sean reviewed it.
0: Which, you know, I don't know if he did.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm pretty be- sure he did. <laughs> I, I heard it.
0: There's no way I was here.
1: You were here. It was the How to Train Your Dragon episode. Damn. We were here. We,
2: we talked about how we would train our dragons. Yeah. Interesting. God, how you forget
0: that? <laughs> that never happened, so this is, could yeah, all be a he simulation. He
1: gave it a four. He gave it a four out of five. Um, I'm,
0: I'm, like, confused. Maybe I heard it on another podcast, and I just assume it wasn't him.
1: Nah. <laughs> I think you were,
0: uh... But wait a second.
2: Oh, man. Here he goes. I went
0: through, when I edited that episode, I went through and listed some of the notable stuff we talked about. And the only thing notable I could find that he talked about was Paddleton.
1: He talked about Bernie. Fuck. I got to find out. All right.
2: That's
0: it for me. Yeah, well, I rented it, so I have three days to watch this fucking movie. Wait. That, I can't get you to watch any movies, and then like, I finally get you to watch one on the spot?
2: Wow. Yeah, because that was, it's intriguing. It sounds yeah, intriguing. not watched it yet.
0: Yeah, I have 30
2: days. Anything can happen.
0: Anything can happen these 30 days. Why would you waste your money? (laughs) Just watch it tonight. (laughs) Hey, man, man, listen.
2: Listen, I was ready to burn $40 on that Uber Eats uh, fiasco. So, I mean, (laughs) $3 ain't shit to me right now.
0: (laughs) You need to not do that. (laughs) All right, are we ready to talk about the the big one? Let's do the big big movie. Uh, Can you
2: slam that... uh, that preview button? What do we what we call a clip button? Sign yeah, the yeah clip we're, we're
0: going to play you a clip for Captive State. Here it goes.
1: Not next week, not tomorrow, now. Before it get dark. Come with me. Not again, Rafe. Not again! We just got to take care of ourselves. What did Dad say the day we tried to get out? Regroup. Fight back.
2: And he dead now Watch your mouth Let the roaches come and take what they want If they want it so bad And we can start all over, Rafe We can get back to the way that things used to be Don't, don't you get it
1: Harmony, peace, unity It's all bullshit It's a lie, game. They gonna take everything In a few years, they'll strip us to nothing
0: Quite a clip, huh? The best one yet Heard that before Okay, so Captive State Directed by Rupert Wyatt Written by uh, Erica Beanie And Rupert Wyatt And it's starring John Goodman, Ashton Sanders Jonathan Majors, Vera Farmiga A bunch of other people And the synopsis goes uh, Set in a Chicago neighborhood Nearly a decade after An occupation by extraterrestrial force Captive State Explores the lives on both sides Of the conflict The collaborators and the dissidents. Okay, what did you guys think of this sci-fi thriller, Captive
1: of State? Uh, can I go first? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um first off, it's interesting seeing uh Ashton Sanders.
0: He's from Moonlight, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he the, he's the Act 2 of Moonlight Yeah,
1: he's Act 2 Moonlight kid. And uh yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I didn't expect him to see him getting uh, roles like this. And uh, I think it's interesting because he's a, never mind. Uh, anyway.
0: He's a what? I don't get it. Bad actor?
1: No, he's not a bad actor. He's just, uh, he I don't know. He's a kid that, like a, right, we got to cut this out. <laughs> this is horrible. I don't get
0: <laughs> it. Yeah. Where are you going with this? I, I literally was... don't know where you're going with this. What are like, uh, I don't know what
2: are you trying to say. You could say it off the air. Are, are you
0: weird. being racist right now? Yeah, I don't you understand. You sound like a white person yeah, trying to not say not the n word. Yeah, try saying no. not racist thing. I was no. like, what are you saying?
1: No, that's not what I'm saying. I just don't. It's hard to. I don't know how to say what I'm saying. You just don't think, don't think he's wanna, a good actor? No, no, that's not. that's not what I mean. Um, yeah, so <laughs> movie begins. Okay. I don't know. Do y'all want to stop or what are you, no, you no, If you're not going to say
0: it, let's keep going. Yeah, let's
1: keep
2: going, man. This is good.
1: Um. Okay. The movie begins with uh, aliens finally reaching Earth. Um. There's a lot of pandemonium. We've
0: all lot, been waiting for it.
1: A lot, of, a lot of panic. Um. The aliens basically offer an ultimatum. They want to place themselves in the governing, like the governing body of the world or they'll destroy everyone on the planet or kill everyone on the planet and maybe destroy the planet as well Um, so obviously everyone believes they can't really contend with alien warfare so they're gonna they're gonna allow these alien overlords to rule the world essentially um, establishing uh, hubs and Different cities across the world, um, they have the humans sort of working for them and facilitating their needs, building them uh, habitats underground. And obviously, there are some people that believe that they shouldn't live this way; that it would be better to fight and live as basically uh, as captives on their on their own planet in their own homes. Um, Ashton Sanders plays Gabriel Drummond. Um, I don't think it's a spoiler at all, but, uh, in the, in the beginning of the movie, we see the very beginning of that, of that alien invasion and his family is murdered by some, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. It was like a giant sonic boom or something. And it sort of just blew their heads off. Um, and he grows up obviously with a, not only a distrust, but sort of a hatred, for these aliens and, and for what they stand for. Um, it's a very personal situation for him. They killed his parents and, and they, um, continue to sort of enslave the world. Um, so he joins a sort of, to a degree, like a, uh, it's like a terrorist organization is what they label it as, but it's more of a,
0: a freedom, freedom like a
1: freedom militia or a freedom, uh, resistance, or just a resistance cell, I suppose. And, um, his brother actually was a um, sort of a prominent member of that organization. He um, was assumed to have been killed a few years ago in a in something they they just allude to it as uh, Wicker Park or something like that. I believe you don't. I don't think you get the backstory on what exactly happened. But Gabriel's brother was involved. His name is Rafe, and uh, and he was killed by. Yeah, you know, we don't get that information either. He was either killed in. Whatever took place or or in the aftermath of it and um this movie is really interesting it uh it functions as a sort of a an invasion movie to a degree although the invasion is sort of long in the past and it's sort of these people living after being invaded and I thought that it was gonna function more as like an Perhaps like an action or a um, or a um, yeah, just an action. Actually, a sci-fi action. But this was a really strange combination of genres and subgenres. Um, you have like the whole alien invasion or or invaded aspect, and then um, also the sci-fi and action, which I guess is inherent with that. But this movie sort of it's sort of part like uh, Soderbergh fucking heist movie too you have like this really
2: elaborate yeah
1: this really large part of the movie taken up by by like this resistance so sort of organizing a an op- operation and then planning it and it's really fucking is really weird I, i've never seen it before i'm not sure if it's necessarily negative or not but um it was interesting to see i think that the things that I do like about this movie are it's difference. Um, it is daring in some ways and, um, like that aspect of it. Um, but I think that's probably it for me on the positives. I think, um, I think that this movie is all over the place in terms of, 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 of what it wants and what it wants to represent. Um, you have these like really strong clashing between like the the styles and the genres in some places, and it feels like part dystopian, but also part social commentary. And I don't think it handles either of them well enough on their own to combine them. If that makes sense, um, I think that it do- it doesn't really give you a central character like uh, Gabriel is sort of the central character in this story, in that all of the story, well, not necessarily the story, but the plot sort of revolves around him and he's a big, uh, key in it, but it doesn't really treat him as a central character. And I think it feels just, uh, unbalanced because of that. You have, uh, like these shifting perspectives constantly and you don't really know what the fuck is going on at sometimes because you just introduced to this new character and you're like, wait, what's happening right now? And, um, I think uh, if it had focused more on a certain character that could have helped it um yeah I think that the cinematography was interesting in some places but for the most part um I didn't get much out of that either I do really like uh when they're like actually about to do the like the the mission like the the heist yeah and there's like an elevator scene where they yeah that's really cool and that running shot was pretty cool um but yeah, I think that the, I also think that the sort of the way that they create build this world out, flesh this world out is, is interesting and um, it's detailed to a degree, but I don't think we see uh, like the world through these characters or anything in a in a meaningful way.
0: Um, we should have just followed Machine Gun Kelly. God, that's who he was? That's yeah. him? <laughs> a white kid? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, The acting was interesting.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Acting, I feel like... I want to say this. Let me jump in real quick. Just to say, the acting felt like at times, like, it just... I feel like... I hate to say overacting. I just felt like it was just... It felt all over the place. It
0: was all over the place in the sense that some were really bad and some were really good.
1: Yeah. I thought. Uh, (laughs) Who do you think was really good?
0: I mean, I think John Goodman's perfectly fine. Um, I think... uh, I feel like... Like uh, the... The, the Very smaller roles, like Verfimiga and the the newspaper guy, is good. Yeah, like, but they were like barely in the movie for any right. real. criticism. I don't think. Uh, what's his name? Gabriel. I don't think his, his yeah, is too bad. Matthew. His.
2: I feel like he he had Song moments. Like Sanders there would be moments where I'm just like, eh, like, and it's. And I the thought he was on, fine. His brother was terrible. His brother was terrible.
0: <laughs> and that's the he moments was, I'm
2: saying. That's what I'm saying. Those moments with with his brother were the worst. He was a. Uh, <sighs>
1: He was a weird character, and the way he, like his, like his performance, like physically, just physically was weird. Looked, it just right? looked weird. Yeah, it like, like in the beginning like, where he's like hunching over. Yeah, all I the thought, time. thought that he, he had was some sort of mental disorder. Yeah, but th- yeah, but that like never came up, and I don't know if they were like trying to. I don't know what they were doing. That probably that wasn't was meant to
0: happen. It's probably just not a good actor.
2: Which, uh, I weird. think I think this kind of goes with how, th- I think everything else is going to go with this movie. How we're going to talk about it. it's that there's like like with the acting. There's moments that it was good. There's moments that it was bad, and I feel like with this film, there's moments that were good and there's moments that were bad. And I think it's just it's 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 so disjointed. But I but I do agree with you, Harvey. I think it is it does take some bold choices. And I liked that they, I liked the whole concept, the premise, and it actually kept me intrigued for most of it. Like I, I kept up. I don't. I was I was like reading reviews before this, and people were like, I don't know what happened. I'm like, it seemed like it was pretty straightforward what was happening. Like. It's pretty yeah. cookie cutter like it's kind of like uh, halfway through the film you know what's going to happen near the end like it and and I enjoyed that aspect it kept me entertained I, I'm I'm always a big fan of like these like heist movies or there's always like double crossing or just like you don't know which you know you don't know what's going to happen next I, that stuff always Yeah keeps like me. Triple
0: Frontier man won me over won you over
2: Oh <laughs> uh, but no this is I think I, I like the sci-fi elements I like the uh I like a lot of the I like a lot of the world building. Um uh, I think it just does just enough until the point where it's like you're not over explaining shit. You know, it gave like these alien creatures like, you know, enough explanations without like y-
0: without you sitting there and just like, just wait. Like why are they doing this? Like it's it just gives you enough. Yeah, I like the perspective too. I mean yeah. you never you never get to see the aliens that much and I think that's because Neither did the people. You yeah, know? and I think it's, it
2: follows like the District Nine mantra. Like I feel like that this was this movie like kind of like counter. To reverse
0: District Nine.
2: I don't know. It's like it yeah. reminds me of how District Nine kind of like is shot in a way like it it seems grounded, and it just like I hate to say it looks low budget because it it's not. It's just well, I don't it doesn't know. It's look a, that low. Oh, but it's District just, Nine looks
0: weird because it it looked like it was like almost fucking found footage but
2: yeah that's what i'm saying there's something about visually this film that just kind of reminds me of district nine a lot there's just like moments uh
1: probably but, the, but uh,
2: overall like i i would say i i had a, i had an enjoyable time with this i think it was because my expectations were set so low because like when i saw the trailer it really didn't do anything for me uh yeah and i was like eh, i don't know about this but then you know going into it and just kind of like just taken for what it is uh, i think i had more enjoyable time than i was expecting and uh you know like i said i think the acting was the worst part because there's just jarring moments where you have like you know a good performance and you have <laughs> his brother come in it's just like
1: I don't, pull me out I, th- I think some of the performances could have been better i don't agree that i actually don't agree that he, i think he was a bad actor i think the direction was really bad i think that's what it is yeah, because he was, I feel like he was But doing just
0: for him, that might f- just mean he's a bad actor. If, if, if not, <laughs> well, no, It's it the looks same like, director for all the other actors. It looked like they,
1: he was doing like very specific, like acting out very specific character choices.
0: I'm going to try this character. That, right. that,
1: that, didn't, that didn't go anywhere. <laughs> and I think that's probably an oversight on the direction or the writing.
0: Yeah, maybe there's just a lot going on. I actually think this movie uh, is very well directed. And I think where the problem lies is the script. I think the writing is the problem. Uh, I mean, and he's a good director. He's done a lot of good stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I agree with you. The the movie does feel all over the place, and there's like a pretty much that part where you forget about Gabriel for a really long time. <laughs>
2: Yeah, there was one part in the put movie. Him in a room. Yeah, they put him in
0: a room. It's just like and then and then you never went back to that him. room until he he left the room. You never got saw like him a, in
1: that's like a shitty way to deal with a character for like thirty minutes. Yeah, the movie. basically yeah,
0: that was a huge problem. Um, and, it's just because they had so much going on. I guess this movie has
1: too much. And he's like that's, supposed to be the like I don't if he's supposed to be like the central character. He's not really. But no,
2: hey, if you actually I look mean, at the whole film, he's not really the central character. I don't think anyone really
0: is. I think maybe that's the problem with this movie. There's yeah, no that, focus. that is the the problem with the movie. I don't uh, know if That's
1: necessarily the problem, but they don't handle it this right. Problem. Right, they don't
0: <laughs> they don't jump around in a in a very fashionable manner. We yeah, get introduced the pacing, to characters for the like five is seconds weird
1: too, and I would have started. I would have started the movie. I think at the heist or not the heist, but the, opera, the like the mission. Yeah, and then that like shit the, that's when it pulled me in. And then have the movie be about like Gabriel and the, like the consequences afterwards. And I think that would have been that, more yeah. interesting.
0: I, I I think I, I, I think agree. I agree with the uh, the Soderbergh thing. I like that it's it doesn't spe- spoon feed you all this all this stuff. Like you're kind of like, all right, what are they going to do with that thing? And then oh, I enjoyed that about it because this could have very well been a movie for mouth breathers. You know, mouth breathers they like everything. Uh, their mouth is already open. So. I don't I don't get it. <laughs> but yeah, like they don't they don't want to have to do all this keeping up and falling, Like they'll get up and go to the bathroom. And miss something in this movie. Have you ever noticed mouth breather movies are bathroom proof. Like, you can go to the bathroom and come back and it'll literally have no effect. On yeah, the that's, that's what I do with Captain Marvel. I right, literally did, went to the bathroom and I had to walk back. And I'm like,
2: well, I figured she was
0: going to win. So, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, it's like that. It's just like you you can't go wrong. It'll have been a great in ending. In fact, if you she, could like, just stay nodded. home and know what happened. Yeah. All right, now I'm being facetious. Uh, I think. I think this movie uh surprised me too. I saw the 47% on Rotten Tomatoes. I saw that it wasn't really getting much love. Um and yeah, I would say it it exceeded my expectations by a very small margin, but it was enough for me to be entertained and not want to look at my phone and and I don't know. I think it was it was worth the the sit through. Yeah, this is, it was a nice it was a pleasant watch. Uh, I it seems like it can go straight to Netflix, but Yeah, no, but, definitely that, But it, it's it definitely isn't a bad movie to me. It doesn't seem like a theatrical movie, but it I mean it's, it's the honestly, but the CGI would, getting, would probably look bad on Netflix. This this movie's getting shit on but
2: in on uh, Letterboxd I was going through some reviews and people were just like cutting this movie apart. I'm like I mean, I guess teach his own, but fuck, man, I don't, yeah. I've seen some shit movies. But go, this go year. on,
0: go on the Captain Marvel letterbox, and every five star review mentions gender politics. That's why I don't fuck with letterbox like that. <laughs> every high review has something to do with fucking girl power. Was it a good movie? Doesn't matter. Yeah, it's just it's absolutely absurd. It's absurd. You, you're fucking making excuses for a shitty movie. It's absurd. Alright. I love I love how passionate you are about Letterboxd ah, reviews. Just, it's just so fuck. Everyone's just so predictable. Like, I could have fucking predicted those <laughs> reviews before the movie's trailer even came out. Just reading the fucking synopsis in pre-production. It's fucking ridiculous. But anyways, Captive State is a nice little like, somewhat palate cleanser for shit like that. It's just a... a it's own movie. Does its own thing. Does a lot of weird things, as we've talked about. Um, but overall, should have went to Netflix, but I probably would have watched it on Netflix and enjoyed it at home. Man, I'm having a great time over here. What? Are
2: you reading Captain Marvel shit? No, I'm reading Redbox. I, I forgot. Oh, I, <laughs> I, used to, I used to do this a lot which more. which one? Captain of uh, two films that I feel like you feel so passionately about. Which ones? Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and then uh, A Star is Born.
0: Read me a Stars Born Red Box review real quick.
2: <laughs> Give me one second. I was looking at the Bohemian Rhapsody. The first one is five star. A
0: fantastic movie. What for Stars Born? No uh, for Bohemian Bohemian Rhapsody. None of that's true. None of that's true. All
2: right, this movie our first first review is a one star. The only <laughs> good thing about this is that one popular song on the radio that's on repeat.
0: <laughs> Period. Waste of money. <laughs> waste of my $1. The waste red
2: of box. your $1. Jesus Christ. party. <laughs> and white
0: trash using red box. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Another one star review. Very disappointed. Was looking forward to this. Oh, that wasn't very good.
0: You wonder know, why his mouth breathers are disappointed? Because it wasn't all feel good for the entire movie. It actually didn't made feel them. They, they had to emote. And they don't like that because they're mouth breathers and they don't have any emotional depth. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm going on a <laughs> tear. Fucking shit! I was expecting this at all. Uh, oh, that's stupid.
2: Uh, yeah, this this movie was. Uh, I thought it was good. Uh, I thought I liked some of the ideas in the film. Uh, performances were so like again hit or miss. But overall, I I'm glad. I don't know. I'm glad I watched it. It's it's always nice to watch a science fiction film that's not you know that's a little bit more. or at least tries to be thought-provoking or tries something different. You know, it's not going to be the typical, you know, fair. Uh, Do we
0: just watch a sci-fi movie that was just, like, played safe? I think we, uh, you know, when's the last time we watched one? I think Alita was the last one. I forgot to review Alita, but I quite enjoyed Alita. Did you? Did you? I don't remember if you guys shat on it or not. I did not enjoy Alita. I think we gave it a two. Both gave it a two. uh, I think I'd give it a a three, I think. It, it's fucking it's a bad movie, but it reminds me of the old days of cinema and the I love the, the motorball scenes in that. Did you really? Yeah, man. Fuck. God fun. damn, I wish you were on that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I really fucking love that shit. Yeah, I didn't love it. I'd give it like the lightest three you could possibly give it. Anyways, dude, you gotta understand though, I, I've watched so many movies that I just fucking want to leave. And the pure fact that Certain movies can make me just at least stay, like want to stay. I'll watch this. So yeah, whatever.
2: like I said, I think the uh, I think that heist or that that scene kept me in the, kept me engaged. I think if it was if that didn't happen, I think I would have been out. And I think also since I feel like that might have been the strongest point of the film, that's probably what that was the original concept, and then they had to build something around it. That that was probably like the idea that that kind of kicked it off because I feel like that is the strongest point because yeah, the, the heist is like only it's a third so, of the movie yeah but it's so well structured and it really keeps yeah. up the pace and you're like super intrigued all the way to the, the you know to the but then it, th- it
0: throws off the pace the entire movie it's yeah weird. but, but I think, yeah I, I agree dig with, it. Yeah. It,
2: it was. I think it was a good time I, I didn't hate it I wasn't like trying to rush out of the theater uh, not a perfect film though
1: it Whoa. has it's flaws
0: you guys got anything else to say Harvey
1: I don't think so. Um, I, think, I still you want know, to
0: know what you think about the Moonlight Kid.
1: <laughs> I mean, no, I just didn't expect him to see any, him in another movie. He seemed to, uh, I don't know, a lot of films like that, especially independent movies, they use first-time actors and stuff like that, so I had no idea that he... Well, we
0: saw grown-up Moonlight Boy in Predator. Boy. Unbelievable. Well, I mean, he um, became... From the boy, he became the grown up.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I suppose it's usually different for like. Uh, and I quite liked him. In a for older predator. talent, though, right? Older talent, they usually perhaps spend money on perhaps, perhaps. Then like the kids. They usually just throw them away. <laughs> yeah, throw them in the garbage.
0: Turn them and burn them, kind of like uh, in Milo and Otis with the cats. What? Yeah, familiar with that. I must. Have. There's no way I haven't talked about this on the podcast. Milo and Otis. You yeah. always talk about it. Yeah. Well, they were just like, in order to like get the shot, they just kept throwing kittens off cliffs. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking would murder that director if I saw that. Anyways, you guys want to rate it? Yeah. How is that fucking legal?
2: How is that man not arrested? Why is he fucking... This they're wild. my cats I can do what I want with them <laughs> dude that's fucking wild can you kill your cat I don't think you're allowed to kill your cat that's cruel wait a sec no I think you can get in trouble you will get arrested to, if you harm your animal it's my you- fucking
0: cat <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck just be, you I would never kill it. my cat but that's it's an interesting but but the funny thing is it would be the easiest murder to get away with
2: yeah most likely <laughs> except <laughs> someone's just like walking by your house is just like hey what happened to that cat and they call the cops right away what
0: Like that would be their first thought he murdered it <laughs> Who murders a cat? <laughs> Apparently
2: that's the fucking director. <laughs> Fuck him. Interesting.
0: Yeah. I feel like people don't care about cats. I, I don't know. I don't All right, what's your score?
1: Much.
2: Oh, are you talking to me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I give this shit like a light three. Ooh, we loved it. Yeah, I think it was a fucking good time. Honestly, Christ, man, top ten can, of the year. Can, Actually, it probably is top Like, 10. so far, I think it is. <laughs> I'm like looking at my movies that I watched, I'm like, man, they've been real fucking stinkers in this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, regardless, I had a good time with it. I've I've seen fucking worse this time of the year.
0: So you know what? I'm gonna be honest. I'll give it a three, too. Light three. It's a decent movie. If you Oh, Tappy, uh, Tappy's here and she saw it. What do what you your give it? score? Three. Woo! A three. She looked copycat. like she was looking at us like she was un-
2: unsure to say. She, she wants like, to give it a four. She, she wants to give it a four, but she's like, no, 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 no
1: laugh at me. Um I think that uh I think I had an interesting time with this cuz it was very different. I would give it a 2 out of 5.
0: God damn. Despised it.
1: it. No. Nah, nah. <laughs> <I didn't laughs> once once it's gone. I don't believe it's a good movie though, but I think it was an interesting movie to see. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, hey, Harvey got to be that guy, huh? Yeah, got to be the the harsh guy, huh? Come on, man. You Pat had a Cop. good time.
1: Harsh.
0: All right. Well, <laughs>
2: well let's pick a movie. Harsh first, is please. like, give it gives no stars. It's just like, it's not worth a fucking rating.
0: <laughs> not worth the ground I, I walk I get, on.
1: I gave uh, the none nun stars. <laughs> none stars. My <laughs> <A> letterbox. <laughs>
0: All right. So next week, we're going to be watching a movie that is really. No, surprise, surprise. We don't, we don't have an option. We're going to watch Us. Cause this is a very anticipated. Just, wait, movie. just, wait, just, wait, just, wait. Let me see if there's something else
1: coming out. The, it doesn't matter if they was. I bought my ticket like a week ago, and it Jesus, was, when I bought it, it was almost sold out. Like the show.
0: <laughs> oh, and you're wait, that's AMC AMCA list.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm fucked. Oh, fuck.
0: Oh, fuck. On, oh, man. That
1: was on Thursday night, though. Like it could.
0: I be gotta different. go to a nice theater for this, cause I don't know if I can handle a really bad
1: crowd com. yeah I would go you got to sign up
0: for the A-list just yeah to I'm going on maybe. the fucking dark web man I'm
2: trying to find my you tickets should, online you should go like the upper west or up, or upper east I'm going to
1: I'm going to my favorite um, spot Village 7 because of the way segregation's worked out but yeah those are interesting theaters
0: <laughs> Village 7 might not even play it man I wouldn't be surprised
1: I don't know I, I think they will a lot of
0: theaters are playing this
1: yeah I'm pretty sure they will
0: might do Alamo to be honest
2: Truffle fries or truffle
0: Ooh, popcorn? popcorn. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna make a celebration out of this. Celebration. <laughs> Bottom, like the bottomless <laughs> black cherry soda. I'm doing it. All right, so that's gonna be next week. Us, I think uh, that'll be a good one. I'm hoping I hate it.
1: That's a weird hope. Yeah, that's a weird
0: hope. You're wasting money on this. <laughs> no, I just, I just want to be, uh, I, I want to be disappointed. I don't.
1: You haven't read the early That's reviews. The most hater thing I've ever heard I'm in my life. Kidding. Yeah, man. I hate for no reason.
0: Because I know there's a lot of hype around it. And I just want, I just want everyone to be wrong about You're almost it. Almost as bad as me, not want to do any of the trendy shit. <laughs> no, I think the reviews are in, and it's it was at Sundance or South by South by Southwest, South by Southwest. and uh, it's very good from what I hear. I'm sure I'll be impressed. But uh, yeah, let's let's go on. Let's let's move on to our topic. So we're just gonna go through uh, our favorite John Goodman roles. Um, it's always great to see him even in weird movies like Captive State yeah this is a re- weird one to see him in yeah they didn't need to cast him there but you know what he's bored he wants to
2: help out I mean after Ozan got cancelled I mean he probably had nothing else going on <laughs>
0: Steve what is, what's your uh, what's your go to John Goodman role or what, what's a notable one for you what the fuck my computer's freaking the fuck out uh, sorry I was struggling over here with my computer oh uh, <sighs> It's hard to pick one, but if he had to like uh, recommend one, to somebody does he have to be like the lead? Because I just every time I watch something, no, I him, he's always supporting. Go with, his, go with his role, you know. Not, it doesn't have to
2: be lead. My favorite, for some reason, is because he's a total. He's in the movie for maybe like 15 minutes or less, but I love him in it just because I just think he's such a like just a terrible person just to be around, and in the situation he's in. In that moment, it's just like you can't escape. Like you're kind of stuck with him. Is uh, inside Lewin Davis when he fucking plays the old fucking musician, and he's like sitting in the car, and he's just like smacking fucking Oscar Isaac constantly with really? his fucking cane, and he's just being a dick. Like everything he says. No,
0: I haven't seen this. You haven't seen Lewin Davis? Nah, I've holy tried,
2: shit. That's one of my favorite. Uh, I know Coen the Brothers Kennedy song.
0: song. Oh, Mister Kennedy.
2: No, I, I think. <clears throat> I think that's my favorite just because, <laughs> I don't know, I just love this scenario. He's just like stuck in a car with him, and the whole time he's just being an
0: asshole. And you Well, just, if there's anybody that knows how to utilize the Coen brothers, or I'm sorry, John, John Goodman, Goodman is, is the Coen brothers. They they know how to use that guy. Now,
2: I'm not going to spoil what happens, but I think it's kind of funny what happens to that character as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tappy, make him watch that.
0: Didn't we both try?
2: No, It's a weird one. It's a weird choice, but I just, every time I think of John Goodman, I think of that character. Other than his obviously more, like, there's an obvious choice that I feel like a lot of people will pick, and I feel like you would pick, Thomas. What's but, up? Uh, oh. But, uh, no, no, for me, that's the one I just always go back to, and I think it's kind of like, just, it's perfect,
1: perfect.
2: Hmm. Oh. Uh, my worst one, I think I have to say King Kong. I feel like that was just fucking dumb. <laughs> you remember that movie? Skull played- Island? Skull Island, where you yeah. played the doctor or whatever.
0: Yeah. Oh, fucking Uh <laughs> All right. Uh, so my pick would probably be... Uh, I'm, I'm going to lay the leave the obvious one off, even though it does involve the funniest moment in cinema for me. <laughs> 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 casual. <laughs> uh but another role that I think deserves some light uh being shed on it is uh 10 Cloverfield Lane. <clears throat> 10 Cloverfield Lane is is a a movie where his his character name is a uh, Howard and he basically holds people in a shelter and claims the outside world is affected by a widespread chemical attack. Don't don't spoil this movie. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you haven't? No. I won't spoil it. Uh, but essentially, he, he plays like a kidnapper in a way. Um, but in his mind, he's not kidnapping them. He's literally saving their lives. And what I like about this movie is that he is somewhat of a scary guy who's kidnapping people from the kidnapped people's perspective uh, but from his perspective he's a very caring uh, noble man and I think the viewer gets subjected to both um, and I think it's it's pretty brilliant um, and yeah he he's kind of a very he's kind of scary he's like a villain and a hero at the same time depending on who you are and how you're perceiving it uh, but yeah, his character is very very dynamic and and good in that. Uh And then there's the obvious one, but maybe if Harvey I'll leave Harvey to pick that one or if he's got another one.
1: Yeah, I think I definitely went for the obvious one. Um It's a matinee. Uh
0: That was not the obvious <laughs> one. Are you serious?
1: Yeah. Um uh, if you guys haven't seen Mad it came out in 1993. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen it. It's directed by Joe Dante. Um, oh, really? Yeah, John Goodman plays, uh, I think his name is Lawrence uh, Woolsey. And he's a filmmaker. And uh, it takes place during the Cuban Missile Crisis. And he's making like this, uh, I don't know, like uh, atomic horror film film. Uh, And, uh, he believes that the atmosphere in Florida, uh, Key West specifically, which is like closest to Cuba, um, would be perfect for, uh, screening his, his movie and building up some sort of excitement around it. But it's, uh, it's kind of a funny movie because he like gets there and, um, it's like completely, it's like less like hokey or campy than you think it would be like the, (laughs) The residents are actually like kind of like smart people, and like they, they're like, no, we're not going to protest protest your movie. And in fact, like this lady does like a free speech uh, speech, and um, it's just a really funny and um, I think clever movie, especially for for the time. I look back on the early nineteen nineties movies, and like they're all just fucking ridiculous and stupid. Matinee, but, um, yeah, matinee. It's uh, it functions as a horror movie as well, and it's um, it's like the best of of the early '90s for me, just that style. And uh, John Goodman's pretty um, just great. I think this was Pete Goodman. This is when he was at his goodest. The, the good, best of goodest. This, this is the goodest man.
2: This
1: is the goodest. You proud
2: I'm, of yourself? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I think uh, I think my backup would have been uh, Cloverfield. Um, I, I hear
2: a lot of great things. I just don't I, don't. I really like him in that. I just don't. I don't know. The Cloverfield franchise is just is, oh, it has a bad taste in my mouth. Why? I mean, the first one was good, or I enjoyed the first one. I haven't seen it in years, so maybe it might have doesn't age well. But then Paradox really fucked me up, and I was just like, this is shit. So, I don't know I want to go back and watch this Because I heard this is the best one
1: I mean
0: Probably I for know. me I
1: like, I like Cloverfield a lot actually. I like
0: I like this one a little better
1: oh. I think Cloverfield did a lot For the found footage movement <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah I don't know What was the obvious one you were thinking of Barton Fink
0: No it's uh fucking Big Lebowski, Big Lebowski. Oh yeah
1: I yeah, mean I that's like just
0: that. fucking iconic. It's memed and Yeah. It's uh and then I was explaining my f- f- favorite comedy scene in, in all of the cinema is where he uh <laughs> he he disposes of uh, Donnie's ashes and then and the wind just blows yeah. all the ashes onto the dude's face. And he's just like, why has everything got to be a fucking travesty with you, man? <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> fucking travesty. <laughs> I love that. I love that one. Yeah, that's that's about it for us. I think it's time to play the uh, the game. It's called Get Wrecked. Steve, uh, why don't you just leave the dice here? I, don't, I know you don't use them that much. I mean, I use them. How often? That's weird. That is weird. So we're going to be playing the game, uh, Get Wrecked, where we uh, roll a 12-sided die, the highest roller. We're going back to old rules here. The highest roller assigns a movie to the person with the lowest roll, Um, and yeah, so she – we should uh, – do you want to play, Tabs? You pick the movie? Should we do that? Ooh, I don't know. Harvey, what do you think? Hmm. I don't know. I might. I might want to win. No, pick a I haven't.
1: I haven't won in a long time. All right.
0: Well, let's see how your chances are. Why don't you give us a roll? Uh,
1: <sighs> I'm not losing two weeks in a row.
0: It can happen with these old dangerous rules. A
1: Twelve. That's a pretty solid roll.
0: <laughs> Ooh, and nine, Steve. You're not. You're not really in in favor here.
1: Five.
0: Star was is born. born. Star is born. Yeah. Star is born. 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 Star a born. is born. Right, no.
1: It is a boring pick. I don't know if
2: she's gonna pick some good shit.
1: <laughs> Beachware. Just for kidding that. taps. Alright, Steve. What's I got up? a movie and I don't think you've seen it. <laughs> what movie is it? It's called Paradise Now.
0: That's like the the opposite of Apocalypse now.
1: Um Yeah, it is. <laughs> Um, so what is it Paradise Now came out in 2005 it's a uh, Palestinian film ooh uh, it seems interesting it's directed by uh, shout hani out Abel shout Assad. out
0: uh, Rahim Palestinian person <laughs> that's like yeah. over it's about
1: uh, two that. Palestinian men preparing for a suicide attack in Israel and um,
2: so it's a light hearted film
1: yeah it's very light hearted I kind of want to watch this too um yeah, very, very funny, very comedic.
0: Wait a uh, second, I've heard of this.
1: Yeah, I believe it was uh, nominated for Best Form Film, but I'm not entirely sure.
2: Um, All right, don't tell me anymore. I want to go in blind. Yeah. All
0: right, cool. <laughs> All right, I'm looking at this one. <laughs> this looks interesting. You want to watch it? <sighs> Movie night. Movie night. Uh, Truffle popcorn, homemade. We got to figure out how to make that. All right, cool. So we're going to be watching uh, us next week. Me and Tom is going to watch Paradise Now next week as well. We'll see. We'll see how everything goes. Uh, yeah, that's it for us. Make sure, if you enjoy the episode, to leave us a review on the good old iTunes. Uh, we're on Spotify now. If you like listening to stuff on there as well, um, we have a website, do the ridefilm.com, com, where you can find all of our episodes and connect with us Via email on there. Slack. That's another thing people use. We don't have Twitter. Slack. Twitter. <sighs> we do have Twitter. We're at Do The Right Film. Uh, do The Right Film underscore podcast on the gram, aka Instagram. What's the other hot spot that people are using right now? TikTok. TikTok's a new. Uh, TikTok, social... never even heard of it. It's a new uh, social media Keep Facebook up. Facebook as well. Do The Right Film. Follow the page there for upcoming events in New York where you can come be. Uh, live guest on the podcast. I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I, mean, but, I, I mean, I'm not maybe. opposed to that. Maybe,
1: maybe. Yeah.
0: Let Let us us know. These, are, these are some ideas that we're brainstorming right now. Right, right. We can't be doing this right now.
1: I think I would take like a medium saucepan with a lid, put some like truffle oil in it. This add, uh, <laughs> add the popcorn. <laughs>
0: That's a Harvey Still how you, so, Oh, so oh no, st- we
1: want it powdered. Oh, uh, truffle powder. Oh. Yeah, powdered. I think the oil would be interesting, though, right? right. you
0: guys want to
2: try to make truffle popcorn this week
0: yeah let's do it Uh, let's start on it right now thanks for listening everyone that's going to be it for us see you next week and uh, take it away Steve god damn it
2: we need a catchphrase